it's Gemma here on day three of ECMID. I'm currently in one of the interesting poster sessions and this one in particular regarding the topic of antimicrobial stewardship. Um, I'm here with Robin Janssen from the Netherlands and talking to us about antimicrobial stewardship decision making regarding antibiotic therapy duration in the ICU. Um, and I'll hand over to her to provide us with a little bit of a summary of the poster and the, the topic that they've been working on. Okay, thank you. Well, I will be talking about um, duration of therapy in ICU patients. And we all know that uh, antibiotic therapy duration is often exceeding guidelines. But we also know that shorter is better, that we have a, a, a gap between evidence and practice. So we first wanted to see who is involved in this decision-making process and who can we tackle to improve this uh, problem. So what we did, we went to four Dutch uh, hospital ICs to see um, to see the daily, daily multidisciplinary meetings every day in the Netherlands at all ICUs or almost all ICUs, all doctors gather to gather together to see uh, to talk about uh, patients, and we went to those 60 of those meetings to see how the antibiotic decision making process is. Uh, going on. So you were an observer to those meetings? Yes. Okay. Yes. So we focused on the start of the discussion, we focused on the final decision and who is involved and what type of arguments were provided to convince one another um, to either stop or continue antibiotics. And last we, we also look at the level of participation of each of those team players. And what we saw is that we could extract 121 relevant discussions on antibiotic therapy duration and in 25% of those cases, it was decided to stop antibiotics. In 37%, it was uh, stopped. Eight was defined. But we also saw that in 22%, con uh, antibiotics were continued without any stop date. Nine percent, there was no decision made, and in seven percent, it was really unclear what has been decided. So mostly for those last three, I think there is a lot of work. Uh, that we can do. For example, the referring physicians were not there, so they could not say anything about source control, so they could not make a decision to either continue or stop antibiotics. And then we also looked at uh, what was the final decision, and we saw that it was mostly the intensivist who made the final decision. Uh, and if it was not the intensivist, it was the microbiologist. In the Netherlands, the microbiologist plays a big part in um, also decision-making in the intensive care. And we saw that in almost one third of the cases, the decision was a shared decision and it was mostly between the intensivist and the microbiologist. But ICU residents and referring physicians were mostly not involved in the final decision. And when looking at the participation process in general, we saw again that uh, the microbiologist and the intensivist actively participated in the decision to either stop or continue antibiotics. Well, this was a little bit less for the ICU resident, but when they were involved, that was mostly on the start of the discussion for antibiotic therapy. What is also striking for us that in 57% of the cases, the referring physician was not there. And if they were there, they were not participating. While they do often have valuable information uh, on the subject. And lastly, we looked at the top three arguments used by intensivists and microbiologists. I think this is one of the most interesting findings. Yes, and we saw that the intensivists mostly focus on the clinical status. So they say, for example, well, this patient is still so sick, we're going to continue for so many days. Um, we also saw that they use arguments that to make sure or to know that they are not really sure yet if the patient has an infection or not, and that's why antibiotics are continued. And lastly, they focused on the source control or the lack of source control to either stop or continue antibiotics. While the microbiologists mostly focused on culture results, 
guidelines and lastly also the source control. So we saw a little bit of a disconnection between determining the duration um, if it was an intensivist or a microbiologist. So it almost seems like the two people have got two very different agendas going yes. into that conversation. Exactly, yes. And of course it's always good to say like on your expertise, but it is also good to find a way to merge See those. something from someone else's point of view. Yes, yeah. exactly. And based on this research, we uh, made some recommendations and for the intensivist microbiologists and referring physicians. and for the intensivist was make antibiotic therapy duration an essential, essential part of the daily structure of meetings. Because often we saw that they forgot to talk about duration and the patient got some days more unnecessary antibiotics. Also make a plan, even if you don't know yet for how many days you want to give, make a plan and reevaluate this. Create an open environment where everyone feels free to participate and try to involve the residents. And lastly, for them, ensure clear communication, but also documentation. Write down what you have decided so the next day or the next week, the other group of doctors can also see what is the plan. For the microbiologists, do not only focus on your own expertise, but also engage in maybe clinical bedside activities so you can see also the patients and you can see the worries of the intensivists. So you can so you can base Maybe your arguments show empathy to their point Definitely, of view yeah, yeah. And, tr and find other arguments to convince the doctors that it's safe to stop the antibiotics and of course base your arguments on your own expertise like i said but also make some arguments that are in line with the concerns of the intensivists and lastly for the referring physician well first of all be there because they have value information on the status of the patient and also if you're there try to participate that's really interesting. And what are your hopeful next steps as a result of this work? Well, we uh, we performed interviews with um, intensivist microbiologists and ICU residents on what are their experience barriers of appropriate duration of therapy. So why do they uh, prescribe uh, antibiotics for longer than recommended? And we hope that we can, uh, based on this study and the next study, we can find some uh, factors that we can uh, take into account for our interventions. Uh, uh, thank you for your time, that's been really interesting. Thank you. And this is poster number um, P2378 for those people that are interested and presumably you're hopefully going to try and get this published somewhere as well. Yes, this is currently uh, under consideration for a submission. We'll keep our eyes peeled, thank you very much. Thank you.